Welcome to the Investor Coaching Show, a podcast to help you get an insider's view of the financial world and escape common investment traps. We look at the financial news of the day and help you make sense of it so you can relax about money. And here's your host, Paul Winkler. All right, back here on the Investor Coaching Show, Paul Winkler along with Ira Work. Okay, Ira, so may as well talk about that one thing you you brought up, the high-earning retirement savers losing some of their 401k tax break. Go for it. Yeah, I mean, this caught me by surprise, um, you know, to come across an article about this. Um, and things are catch a lot of people by surprise because the employers also are not prepared for it. Uh, many of them are going to actually have to just stop at the limit of twenty two thousand five hundred and not offer any catch up. Yeah, but I, I remember when the tax law came out and they were talking about that, and a lot of the companies were sitting there going flat footed, as yeah. you said, they yeah, didn't uh, have, they don't even have that feature, the Roth feature in their four hundred one k plan. That's right, and I, and to me, that just totally bothers my mind. Because all you have to do is tell the third party administrator, put the for, put, put the Roth option in there. Change your document. You know, I mean, it's just, and all they do is they just click a little button and now you have the Roth option. But the other thing too is they're not even offering the, let's say the low income earner. You know, maybe uh, the person who's making forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000 a year or $30,000 a year. Maybe it's all part-time job mm -hmm. for, you know, one of the, family members, um, the option to put money away on a tax-free basis. So, so they're not even offering it. Yeah. So so what Ira's talking about right here, so here's the difference between traditional IRA, traditional 401k versus Roth IRA, Roth 401k. When I have a traditional IRA, I am literally deferring income. I'm saying, don't tax me on this income today. I don't need the money today tax me on it in the future when I really do need it and I won't be working at all in retirement and will likely be in a lower bracket, you know, because the way our tax system works, you get to earn. It's a lovely thing. Everybody gets to earn in some income in America with no taxes, no income taxes on it whatsoever. Then you have some of your income as you, if you start to earn a little bit more, 10%. Then you earn a little bit more, it might go to 12%. Then it goes to 22 and it keeps going up until you can get to 37%. And then that's, you know, and it's been, it's been much higher historically. I mean, there've been times it's been much higher than even that, even though that seems, wow, 37%. And if you live in a taxed state, it'd be higher than that. But here's the idea. You can put the money away pre-tax. And then in the future, when you're in a lower bracket or you're in a lower average bracket or you're taking it some of it at you know if you're let's say 37% right now and then you're in retirement remember you're in retirement you can take some income at 0 some at 10 some at 12 so on and so forth and that's the idea if i can avoid that high rate right now and take it at a lower rate in the future or lower rates you know, it might be some of my income at 10, 0, 10, 12, 22. You know, I, I might be a little bit of all of those. So a little bit, and that's where people get confused about taxation. They don't recognize that when you jump tax brackets, that doesn't mean all of your ta all your money is taxed at the higher rate. That's not what it's talking about. 
But, you know, the Roth feature just says, I'll pay the taxes now. And as Ira said, if you're in a low tax situation, you got low income, might be sitting there at 10% tax rate or zero or 10 or 12 and go. Even 12. Even if you're at 12. Yeah. Likelihood is you probably very likely might be higher in the future. Now, this isn't always what, what we taught here. There have been times in the past where tax rates were higher and we weren't really in favor of Ross in very many situations. But there are some more situations now that we are in favor because of the tax law changes that actually lowered those rates. And the way that the drunken sailors in Washington are spending money, we may have to have an increase in tax rates to pay the bills. Or we might go and do what Europe did and do a value add tax or something like that and change the tax system altogether. And that was one of my points on this particular article. Yeah, but you know, but another thing on this article is that, you know the catch up. The catch up is seventy five hundred dollars. So that's a pretty significant amount of money when you think it is. So you're put away twenty two thousand five hundred. Explain pre-tax. explain what the catch up is for them for a second. Um, the catch up is the government's way of saying you've reached an age where you're gonna, which is fifty, where you're going to have to start using your money because you're probably going to retire in a few years. Um, so we're going to allow you to put away more money. Uh, so the, like for everybody this year, it doesn't matter who you are, you can put away 22500 or as a, as a top amount or, or 100% of your income. So if you make $12,000, you can't put away 12000 because you still have to pay Social Security tax and Medicare tax. So let's just say ten, But if you have, if you're earning enough money, you can put away up to twenty-two thousand five hundred. Once you turn fifty, you now have the ability to put away an additional seventy-five hundred dollars to give you a total of thirty thousand dollars for this year. So, if you're doing that all in the traditional four hundred one k plan, and you're, let's say, you make a hundred and thirty thousand dollars, well, now your income tax is starting at a hundred. You're then gonna get your standard deduction if you can itemize, which is gonna reduce, you know, for a married a, a married couple almost thirty grand. So that's gonna bring that hundred down to seventy at which you're gonna pay taxes on, which is actually gonna put you in about the the t- definitely you'll, you'll be, maybe if, if, if you're if you're married and you're the only income earner in the family that gets yeah. you down to the twelve percent bracket. Right. Yeah, I said definitely in ten, but I don't have every single one of those brackets memorized. I used to. I'm a little <laughs> yeah. older. It now. gets a little harder to, to memorize, especially when they change every single year. Yeah. So what they're doing is they're saying, beginning in 2024. That catch up, whether you're using the full catch up of seventy five, whether you can only afford to put away a thousand or two or three thousand dollars, they're saying that catch up they are not going to allow you to put away into the traditional four hundred one k pre tax yeah. on a pre tax basis. You're going to have to put it into the Roth side of the four hundred one k, and you're going to have to pay the taxes on that. Now, there's some arguments I would say that. You should go ahead and do it uh, because you're going to, if taxes do go up down the road, well, now you do have more money. Well, what's the the alternative, though, if you don't do that, a non-qualified plan 
you know, you can go into a taxable plan and pay taxes along the way. Yeah, pay taxes on all the growth or do the Roth. So yeah, people are probably going to do that. Oh, it makes a lot of sense. But the government's basically going, hey, we want the tax revenue right now. You pay taxes and then put your money in the investment. And I just look at this and I just don't trust them as far as I can throw them. And, and you know, I guess I have good cause for that. But well, you're looking at the last dollars, and then they're basically saying, pay the taxes now. And will they, in this future, go to, hey, we're going to reduce the tax rates, and now you're going to have a value-add tax, or you're going to have some kind of a consumption tax or something like that. I just don't well, know what their little end game is going to be. Well, that's always been my concern about the backdoor Roth IRA. Mm-hmm. You know, Every time the government comes out with something, I look at it from the perspective of what's in it for them. Right. So then people that are now doing, hole. yeah, people, well, people are now doing the backdoor Roth IRA. It's a very big question in my office. You know, well, can we do the backdoor IRA? I want to do the backdoor IRA. And, you know, I'm skeptical. And the reason I'm skeptical is this. You know, years back when I started in the business, back in 1984. You probably better explain what a backdoor IRA is before you get too far. Well, the backdoor IRA is when you're not qualified to put money into a Roth. Perhaps you make too much money. Mm -hmm. So then you, let's say you put the money into the IRA and you have a deduction. Uh, And then you say, well, you know what? I'm gonna convert some of that money from my traditional IRA I'm going to pay the taxes, but I'm going to get it into the tax-free IRA. But, but Hitley, hang on. But here's the problem with that, folks. If you're thinking that sounds like a good idea, I don't qualify for a Roth IRA. I want to do that. They aggregate all of your IRAs when they do it. And the problem is, is when you aggregate everything and put them all together in big one, one big lump sum. Let's say you make a five thousand dollar contribution, just to use a nice round number, to an IRA, and then go, okay, now I'm going to take that five thousand dollars because there's no, I, I could do that. I can do a non-deductible IRA. I can take 5000 drop it in there, and then I'll just swing it over here and I'll convert it really, really quick before it grows. And then that way I've snuck money into a Roth IRA. Well, the problem is if you have, let's say, a $95,000 traditional IRA, and you go and stick that 5000 in the non-deductible, and then you move $5,000 over, what will happen is you'll pay a bunch of taxes because they will aggregate the whole, and they'll say one-twentieth of that was post-tax money, and you're sitting there going, wait, wait a minute, I read about this backdoor Roth IRA. What do you mean I'm only, you know, and then you go, oh, well, you got to, we caught you. Mm-hmm. We got you on a little loop, uh, on a little bit of a technicality there, and uh, you can really mess yourself up. So watch it, watch it, watch it up. If you're thinking about doing this, and if you don't understand what I just said, then that's even better reason to make sure you get somebody that does know what's going on when you do these types of things. But anyway, what you were saying. But again, the, you know, the reason I'm, I'm skeptical, skeptical about a lot of this stuff is this. I remember, you know, back when I started in the business, having wealthy clients that would put, you know, five, six, seven, eight million dollars just into municipal bonds. That was their net worth. And mm-hmm. they were getting tax-free income. Mm-hmm. And they didn't have any taxes. Mm-hmm. And the government came along and created something called the alternative minimum tax. Yeah. Now, saying, now all right, taxable. well, if you have income, but you're not paying any taxes, well, now you have to pay this amount because mm-hmm. on the income because 
you want some income from you. That's right. Then what used to be tax free is now we figured out a way to tax it. Right. Yes. And the Social Security used to be tax free. And then under Reagan, it took, you know, they created a tax up to 50% of your income, Social Security income, mm-hmm. was potentially taxable. Mm-hmm. And then under Clinton-Gore, mm-hmm. it went up to 85% mm-hmm. potentially could be taxable. Mm-hmm. So I'm a little concerned that a lot of people that are doing a conversion of their IRAs into 401ks and saying, well, I'm going to pay the taxes now. And then... Down the road, we do have a 30, you know, 50, 60% tax rate like we have seen in the past, or even 70% as we've seen in the past. And the government looks at all of this Roth IRA and just comes up with some kind of alternative tax, Mm -hmm. just some other way. Maybe saying, you know what? If your income is above a certain amount, well, now 100% of your Social Security yeah. is now taxable. Yeah, and we, we've, we've seen those types of changes before. you got to really watch it. Hey, this is Paul Winkler. Hope you enjoyed today's edition of the Investor Coaching Show. If you want to learn more about what we do, go to our website, paulwinkler.com. You can watch some of the videos there, and if you're not already a client, you can set up a free initial consultation. Until next time, I'm Paul Winkler, reminding you that I believe that more educated investors are more competent investors, and confident investors are more successful investors. Have a great one. Advisory services offered through Paul Winkler, Inc., an SEC-registered investment advisor. The opinions voiced and information provided in this material are for general informational purposes only and not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine what investments are appropriate for you, please consult with a financial advisor. Paul Winkler, Inc. does not provide tax or legal advice. Please consult your tax or legal advisor regarding your particular situation.